who wrote the scriptures? Who wrote the Shastras? And how did they know what to write? How do you know that God is real? So, who wrote the scriptures? Well, some of our sages, Sage Vyasji, codified them, means he put them in order, brought together the teachings into one place. So you could say he spoke them. But as he spoke, Ganeshji wrote. But what Sage Vyasji was speaking, he wasn't saying, I'm, I'm creating this. This is my novel I'm writing, or this is my, my invention. He was bringing together the wisdom that had existed forever. So whatever, whatever religion we look at, the holy books, the scriptures, have been given to us by the divine. Each of them may have a different person, some sage, some rishi, who actually was able to put it down in written form or get it put down in, get it put down in written form. But the, the actual truth has come from the divine. And how do we know that they're real? And how do we know God is real? We know that God is real because of the presence in all of the things that are filled with God. So for example, let me give you an easier way to think about it. Right now, just looking in this room, right with what we have, how do you know that electricity is real? How do you know? Hmm, right, exactly. And? Microphone, yeah, so the microphone is working, lights are on and fan is on. So can anybody here see electricity though? No, you can't see electricity. But we know it exists because of how it comes through. Now, it comes through the microphone in what form? Sound. Comes through the light as light. Comes through the fan as air. It's going to come through your blender in one way. It's going to come through your toaster in another way. It's going to come through your computer in another way. Depending on what the vessel is. If I plug in a lamp, it's going to give me light. It's not going to blend me a shake. If I want a smoothie, I need a blender. I could pray to my toaster oven as much as I want. It's not going to give me a smoothie because it's a different vehicle. But the electricity is what gives us all of it, whether it's toast in the toaster, whether it's the smoothie in the blender, whether it's the light, the air, the sound, whatever it is, 
Doesn't matter how beautiful your lamp is, how expensive your blender is, how wonderful the microphone may be. If there's no electricity, none of it's going to work. And so when we think about knowing that God is real, most of us try to do it the same way that we try to see most things in the world, with our senses. Can I, can I see it with my eyes? Can I hear it? Can I taste it? Can I smell it? Can I touch it? So for example, anybody here ever been in love? Have you ever loved anybody? Has anybody ever loved anybody? It doesn't have to be romantic love. Anybody love their mom, dad? children, brothers, sisters, friends, right? Now, if I say to you, I don't believe that love is real. Prove to me that love is real. How are you going to do that? Is there any way we can prove it? You can't prove it. You can't prove it with your five senses. You can't say how much love weighs or what its measurement is. or You can't put it on a slide and look at it under a microscope and say, yeah, yeah, it exists, I see it. Or look in a telescope from the top of a mountain and say, yeah, yeah, I can see it, I can see it. But we know it exists because we feel it. And that knowledge is so true that it doesn't matter whether a hundred people say love doesn't exist. You know it exists, you feel it. And this is how we know God is real. Those two ways. So the first way, like we described electricity, when you look around, you look at the universe, whatever we see, we see God in that. Could you make me a mosquito? If I set you up in a science lab and I gave you all the things you wanted in a science lab, could you make me a mosquito? Why? Hmm, exactly, exactly. We know what a mosquito is made of. I mean, us sitting here may not, but scientists who study them can tell you exactly what a mosquito is made of. Could tell you what exactly what a leaf is made of. We can't even make a leaf. Anything that requires life, we cannot create it in a science laboratory. The very best that we've been able to do very, very recently is simply duplicate it. We can take something and duplicate it. But we cannot create life. So when we see life, we know there's God. Now, that doesn't mean that evolution doesn't exist. I'm not saying that all of us have been put here because God sitting up in heaven has waved a wand and says, zap, you should exist, you should exist, you should exist. We've come into the world the most biological, natural, evolutionary way. But if you look at science, if you look at how we got here, if you look at evolution, well, what's obvious is someone, somewhere, needed to know what they were doing. Because this is way too perfect and way too complex 
For even today with the best scientists, the culmination of thousands of years of scientific study, the best of them are living now. Because they're building on what those who lived in the past did. But even at this pinnacle of science, still can't create a mosquito. Forget a, a mountain, a river, a person. So when we see that which exists, we know there's someone, something through whom that exists. Like when we look at the light, we know there's electricity even though we can't see it. Because the light is on, we know electricity is flowing through it. So when we look at the, at the universe around us, we're able to see that divine spark. And the last piece is, it's not just that God created us. It's that in all of that creation, God exists. It's like I was saying last night, when, you, when we live as souls rather than as bodies, and we open up that space for other people to start living then as souls. Because if I, if I look at you as a soul, well, I've created space for you to see yourself as a soul. And that divinity is in everyone. This is what the scriptures tell us, what the scriptures remind us. Everything in the universe pervaded by the divine. And so it's not just that God created us like an artist and then left the workshop. But actually, the same way that you can see electricity in all of this, you can see the divine in all of creation, whether in a rainbow, whether in a tree, whether in a loved one, whether in a beautiful bird flying, whatever it is that touches your heart. Because in the same way that electricity turns on every single thing that it goes through in different ways, sound, light, air, smoothie, toast, computer, depending on the vehicle, we're going to get a different expression of electricity. So in the same way, we're going to get a different, a different expression of divinity through all of the different vehicles and vessels. But that becomes the really beautiful and fun part of life is to go through life knowing that everything is divine, everyone is divine, and to see if you can see it. Like I said, how do we know there's electricity? And you start looking around, well, okay, there's a light. And then you think for a minute, and then I say, what else? And you say, oh, yeah, yeah, there's a fan. To do the same thing in your life, well, okay, so maybe I can see the divine in my mom and dad. Maybe I can see the divine in my grandma. Can you see the divine in your neighbor? Can you see the divine in the guy who picks on you in school? Can you see the divine in the teacher who yells? And that becomes, it's very difficult, it's not easy. It's not like seeing electricity in a toaster, but it's there. We know it's there. And so that becomes an incredibly beautiful challenge in life. And 
sort of an internal, not game, because game is very simplistic, but an internal challenge and experience as you move through life. An inner test you can keep giving yourself, you know, quiz every Friday, okay? How many, how many different people and aspects of creation was I able to see God in this week? And if you start looking like that, what you're going to see is you're going to start to see the divine so much that you'll feel that God exists. You won't need to, to use the brain to understand, well, how do, I, how do I prove it? How do I touch it? What does it feel like? How much does it weigh? When do I see it? But you'll feel it. And you'll see it.